Chapter Twenty of Quit Your Worrying by George Wharton James. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gillian Hendry. The Worries of Suspicion. He who has a suspicious mind is ever the prey of worry. Such a one is to be pitied, for he is tossed hither and yon, to and fro, at the whim of every breath of suspicion he breathes. He has no real peace of mind, no content, no unalloyed joy, for even in his hours of pleasure, of recreation, of expected jollity, he is worrying lest someone is trying to get ahead of him. His vis-a-vis -vis is jollying him. His partner at golf is trying to steal a march on him. He is not being properly served at the picnic, and so on. These suspicious-minded people are sure that every man is a scoundrel at heart, more or less, and needs to be watched. No man or woman is to be trusted. Every grocer will sand his sugar, chicory his coffee, sell butterine for butter, and cold-storage eggs for fresh, if he gets a chance. To accept the word of a stranger is absurd, as it is also to believe in the disinterestedness of a politician, reformer, office-holder, a corporation, or a rich man. But to believe evil, to expect to be swindled, or prepare to be deceived, is the height of perspicacity and wisdom. How wonderfully Shakespeare in Othello portrays the wretchedness of the suspicious man. One reason why Iago so hated the Moor was that he suspected him. Quote, the thoughts whereof doth like a poisonous mineral gnaw my innards, and nothing can or shall content my soul till I am evened with him. End quote. How graphic the simile, gnaw my innards. It is the perpetual symbol of worry, the poisonous mineral ever biting away the lining of the stomach, just as mice and rats gnaw at the backs of the most precious books and destroy them. Aye, as they gnaw during the night-time, and drive sleep away from the weary, so does suspicion gnaw with its sharp worrying teeth to the destruction of peace, happiness, and joy. Then, when Iago has poisoned Othello's mind with suspicions about his wife, how the moor is worried, gnawed by them. Quote, By heaven he echoes me, as if there were some monster in his thought, too hideous to be shown to iago thou dost mean something i heard thee say even now thou likest not that when cassio left my wife what didst not like and when i told thee he was off my counsel in my whole course of wooing thou criedst indeed and didst contract and purse thy brow together as if thou then hadst shut up in thy brain some horrible conceit if thou dost love me show me thy thought End quote. And then we know how, with crafty, devilish cunning, Iago plays upon these suspicions, fans their spark into flames. He pretends to be doing it purely on Othello's account, and accuses himself that, quote, It is my nature's plague to spy into abuses, and yet my jealousy shapes faults that are not. End quote. And then cries out, quote, Oh, beware, my lord, of jealousy! It is the green-eyed monster which doth mock the meat it feeds on. That cuckold lives in bliss, who certain of his fate loves not his wronger. But, oh, what damned minutes tells he o'er, 
who dotes yet doubts suspects yet strongly loves End quote. there indeed the woe of the suspicious is shown his minutes are really damned peace flies his heart rest from his couch sanity from his throne and yielding himself he becomes filled with murderous anger and imperils his salvation here and hereafter. End of chapter 20